0: KCI Kindled, Creating Space for Meaningful Dialogue, a podcast brought to you by Kahnawake Collective Impact. The goal of this podcast is to open up a safe space for community members to have conversations about current social issues, both inter-community and global issues, culture and heritage, and language. This space encourages respectful expression of different opinions and perspectives. The opinions and perspectives expressed belong to the guests of the show and do not represent the views of Gonawage Collective Impact.
1: Have you ever been gaming or working online classes and your internet service constantly gets interrupted? First Nations Fiber is about to ensure that just won't happen again. Get ready for high speed at a new level. Click on fnfiber.com and sign up today. First Nations Fiber, empowering people through connectivity.
0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of KCI Kindled, creating space for meaningful dialogue. I am your host, Karina Peterson, and this episode has a bit of a mix up of co-hosts <laughs> we don't have denon phillips in studio with us today but we do have the ladies from Gonawage collective impact they all graciously agreed to hop on today and uh, just some introductions we have wakanias de mentor hello we have daisy lahash hello and we have carly loft hey hey <laughs> So let's start with uh with with uh I don't know.
1: What do you let's let's start with what you do. Carly, we'll start with you. I'm the youth engagement coordinator at Gunwalkate Collective Impact. I'm Daisy? I'm the youth project coordinator.
2: I mean, oops, youth project assistant. <laughs> <laughs> at Gunwagate Collective Look Impact. Look out, Lily.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and what ask, though? um the language and culture coordinator
0: cool so our episode today we're going to be talking about new years new years new year's res- resolutions yeah, it is. It is a brand new year. We're 2023. Can you believe that? <laughs> <Why is he? laughs> I was just with uh, like my crew at uh, my teen CrossFit program last night and we were talking about the some song came on and it was from the 90s. And then one of them was like, oh, you mean the 1900s? I'm like,
2: Whoa. <laughs> oh, oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh no,
0: are we really at that stage where it's the 1900s?"
3: Ew. I seen something the other day. It was like, well, like now, like the 90s is like as far back as you'd think the 70s when we were younger.
1: Oh it's gosh. True. Ew.
3: Because like that 90s show, like there was that 70s show when we were young, and that's how far back we thought of it. And now the 90s show is out.
0: And like, I I was born in the 80s, so to me the it is all like, if I think old school, if I think like vintage, I'm thinking of the 70s still. And that's literally like 50 years ago, (laughs) (laughs) half a century
3: ago. (laughs) That's insane. (laughs) Well, at least uh, we didn't grow up in it. My mom had to grow up in it. (laughs) (laughs) It seemed like a lot of fun though. Yeah, it did. Crazy colors. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of browns, orange. I just bought a bikini that is like all 70s colors and I love it. It's like peach and like, yellow and blue and purple like stripes i was like this is very 70s i need to get
0: it is it all like
1: psychedelic too and like twirly, it's like stripes twirly? I, oh, love, oh. Yeah. I love i still that. love that that's vintage and cool for us whereas today's kids are like oh yeah butterfly clips and low-rise jeans <laughs> oh, oh, <no. laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> that was me in high school like i was all
0: about those butterfly yeah clips. yeah i used to do like the big ballerina bun and like The clips all around. Mm -hmm. It was awful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like the angel t-shirts with the glitter.
0: No, no, I never did that. The glitter (laughs) t-shirts were a little much for me, but.
3: (laughs) I want one. I just seen uh, the dump him one, the Britney Spears one. I want to buy it online.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I did just buy my cousins because we're all like around the same age. And we were obsessed with lip smackers. Does anyone remember what lip smackers yes. are? Oh, oh, yeah. So we had like all the glitter, yucky flavored, soda flavored lip smacker, all that. But there was one that we were all obsessed with. And it was like the wand, the glossy super gloss. So I bought them all that for Christmas. And they're like, wow. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Like, wow, vintage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything old is new again. <laughs> <laughs> So how was your? How was everyone's New Year's, like uh, the January 1st, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day
2: thing? It was good. It was fun. Lots of cooking. Lots of food. Stretchy pants.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like a family and stuff?
2: Yeah. What kind of food do you guys make? Uh, we did something a little different than like traditional Christmas, New Year's food. We had a seafood boil and wow. it was so good. The house smelled like... Old bay and garlic. <laughs> yeah, it was so yummy. Yeah,
0: it's a uh, a lot of families do something different for New Year's for dinner, because I think Thanksgiving, Christmas, it's all that turkey and stuffing, and and you're I'm so sick of it. My family's sick of it at that point, so we usually do lasagna for New Year's or a pasta or something like that, just to change it up.
1: My family does like the finger foods. For New Year's Eve. So you're just like an array of jalapeno poppers nice. and like Yeah. Super buffet. Bowl, <laughs> Yeah.
3: <laughs> Super Bowl food, but for New Year's. I love that. That's cool. I got this year we did tamales. most tamales. Ooh. Oh my god. It came out so Fancy. good. Moose tamales. I like boiled well, I'd put it in the slow cooker, like a roast, a moose roast with like garlic and onions and some bay leaves. And it cooked for twelve hours. And I, cause nice. it, with moose you got to cook it even slower than like beef. Like you got to be like, I don't know. I find that when you cook moose, it like gets too gamey if you try and cook it too fast. Like, you know, you're trying to cook right after dinner. You know, you're just trying to make like a 20 minute meal. I don't, I find it gets too gamey. So I cooked it super slow. And the best part about that is like when it came out, it had the bone and I got to eat the marrow on toast. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, It's so good. So fattening though. But it's so good for you. It is. It's good for you. Yeah. Definitely good for you. That was like the most exciting part for me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I tried that only once and it was so good. And I put it on like my mashed potatoes and my steak, the bone (gasps) marrow. It was delicious.
3: It's so good. (laughs) Especially with the garlic I boiled with it. The fat turned out like garlicky tasting. I was like, oh yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds perfect. I I can see that none of us did traditional turkey
3: stuffing (laughs) for New Year's. No, not this year. (laughs) Yeah, that's boring. (laughs) If I want to eat turkey, I just like want to pass out immediately.
0: There's actually something in it. There's like a science to it. There's something inside the turkey that like triggers the, a certain hormone that puts you to sleep. So yeah. that's why like all your bubba's and your uncles are sitting on the couch, like I'm chin in their
2: chest, like passing out after. I am
0: that uncle. After,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I am that uncle too. They're, they're putting melatonin in the turkey. <laughs> something.
3: <laughs> There's something in it. Yeah, I read that before. And like now I'm like. I never want to eat turkey. I never liked it anyways. Well, it's like, I don't know, it's okay. Like I'm like either. that with ham.
0: I don't like ham. And I know everyone's jaws are going to drop and be like, oh, "You don't like ham?"
3: But no. No, no I don't it's not my thing. <laughs> not a fan. Not <laughs> <laughs> <much> their own. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a fan of any, like that traditional food like they say traditional food for events or whatever. I don't know. Not a fan. Yeah, I guess we Just have to kind pie. of
0: specify what the Gunawage traditional meal is there uh, because we have listeners out there that don't know what we're talking about.
2: <laughs> I love meat pie any day. Yeah. Chicken and dumplings any day. Oh, yeah. Carrots and turnips every day. Cranberry sauce on everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you ever try like the uh, non Gunawage meat pie, the tortiere that it comes from? Did anyone ever try that? I yeah. have. It was really salty, the one I had.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's different. It's really different. Yeah, I found it was salty too, but I liked it. And everyone's like, I don't like it because it's salty, but I like really salty stuff. So I was like, this is for me.
0: (laughs) I don't really have an opinion on Tortier. I don't know if I like it or not like it. I don't know. It's just really different. It's definitely not our Gunnawagami pie.
2: Buttery flaky crust. (laughs) It's different.
0: (laughs) So, oh, on New Year's, I got to hold a brand new baby. Ooh. Yeah, actually, Daisy, it's your cousin too, Gutsy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got to hold uh, their brand new little baby boy that was born just like a few days after Christmas. And it was so cute. It was like the best way to bring in a new year. You know, you're surrounded by like your family, your people and competing trays of lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have a slice of both and like actually tell them like who's was better. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it was rough. Taken seriously. Yeah. yeah. On yeah. The spot. Yeah. They're like, all right, which one? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty crazy, but it was a lot of fun. Holding the baby. I'm holding, Can't a try baby. It, <laughs> I'm holding a baby. Sorry. Holding a baby. It was so nice, though, to bring in like a brand new life like that, too, surrounded by family and loud, messy kids running around everywhere. It was great. So, uh, let's, I want to talk about like New Year's resolutions. A lot of people make them because I guess because the calendar is moving from 2022 into 2023, it's almost like a fresh page. Or a fresh start for some people. It's a good motivator for people to start making a change. So let's start with that. Do you guys have any New Year's? Do you do New Year's resolutions? Like what are some that you've heard other people are
1: making? I always want to because I feel almost like a pressure to when it comes time for New Year's. But I was thinking back to a thing that a friend of mine was saying to me that, you know, she finds it's kind of weird That Western world decides that the time to start new things is in the dead of winter. (laughs) It's like everything's hibernating, everything's sleeping, everything's getting, you know, chunky and warm. (laughs) Not the time to start new things. But yeah, I think I understand how a new calendar year can feel motivating. And I think that way sometimes. But I'm also finding this winter in particular to be a bit more cozy and harder for me to start new things. So it's actually one of the first new years where I didn't, like I intentionally didn't set resolutions. I just kind of was like, I'm going to let myself ease into the new year instead and focus more on letting go of old habits rather than trying to start new ones right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So still using it as a bit of a motivator, but shifting the way I approach that, if it makes sense. I never thought of
0: it like that, that like New Year's... Well, for us, it's winter. In other parts of the world, it's not winter. But for us, we're like in the dead of winter and it's freezing and it's not comfortable. So like, why why would we want to start a change like while we're in this discomfort? But at the same time, I see it as like a way to keep us going. Because, you know, some people fall into like seasonal depression We've talked about seasonal depression on our podcast before and um, like I guess like if we really were just to some people, not everyone, like let people just, you know, live in their cozy little (laughs) hibernation bubble, some people might crash from that. So Mm. I wonder if like if the New Year's resolution thing is just another way to get people to be like... Okay, I've been (laughs) hiding in my house for this long. Maybe it's time to like start something. So this way I don't just fade away in my nice warm house or something like that. That makes sense. Yeah. In the cold.
2: Yeah. (laughs) In the cold day, cold year.
0: Yeah, it's it's a weird time,
1: though, for, for real. Like, if you're like, I'm
0: going to start walking more, and yeah. then it's minus 30
1: outside, you're like, no. <laughs> I like your point, though, about, like, maybe that was intentional. Like, they recognize that it's super cold, so we got to give people motivation. It actually, it makes me think of the new, uh, the Desjardins, the calendars. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because um, Cause they're so beautiful. Because <laughs> they're beautiful, but I was also looking at the translations for the month. And I, okay, I was kind of giggling, because there was one where it's... Um, Sorry, that was me snapping. <laughs> I do it when I think, I think October was rough times are coming. Yeah. And then November is like rough times are here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's freezing, more freezing. And then I thought it was funny that February translated to the days are getting longer. Whereas when I was thinking about it, I'm like, I don't know, February is also the month that seems to be the most the worst. cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe that was also part of the thought. It's like, it's getting longer. Let's focus on oh, that that's instead. true. Yeah, it's kind of
0: taking our our minds away from like the middle, the the winter. Mm. <laughs> There's a line from a movie that I used to watch. And it's Ethan Hawke and Winona Ryder. It's called Reality Bites. And he picks up the phone and they're like in the middle of an argument, right? And he's like, hello, you've reached the winter of my discontent. <laughs> <laughs> and that yes. stuck with me. So it's almost like that. Like winter to me, it's it's... Some people love it. Dagari Wayahne really loves it. <laughs> but like there's some people that thrive in the winter and some people that just it's harder.
2: It's harder. So I really love that flipping the thought. It also goes like hand in hand with our stirring of the ashes at this time of the year. Yeah. Like renewing our central fires and our family and stuff.
0: Yeah, I wanted to touch on that, too, actually, like because in uh, Ganyageha, in our ways, in ways, our new year is something a little bit different it's It's our midwinter ceremony, but it's uh I don't think it's called new year
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: but it's 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 representative of that turning over, and like I don't know what it means to. I know there's like a bit of a different meaning for everyone who participates in it, but from what I understand, it's um You're kind of acknowledging what happened in the past season cycle that just happened and you're appreciating and grateful for everything that did happen and you're letting go of the stuff that is no longer serving you. So you're letting stuff go and you are grateful to enter like this new cycle with a fresh start. So that's my understanding of it.
2: (laughs) I think that's kind of like the most realistic way I could put my New Year's resolution to because I don't make like any big resolutions or crazy goals at this time of year. It's just kind of like reflecting on the year that just passed, acknowledging where I'm at in my life, whether it's like, I don't know, mentally, like work-wise, physically, like just where I'm at, acknowledging where I am and then just thinking about, yeah, like what no longer serves me, what may be holding me down and preventing me from being a better version of myself and at the same time it's good to also go stay your ashes but this year I I didn't and maybe I'll be feeling it later but <laughs> I don't know I'm kind of sad I missed out on it this year because it's something that I really enjoyed doing for
3: myself. I don't mean to make you jealous but it felt so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's like been three years since I got to stir ashes with like a whole group of people. Oh my god. Because the last one before COVID happened, it was, like, a very profound one for me. So, like, I don't know. I just, I know I missed it throughout COVID. And then, like, I do ceremony by myself or with my mother. And um, that's good. But at the same time, you want to, like, dance with everybody. You want to see everybody. Mm, And I was just, like, couldn't stop cheesing it all day. (laughs) Like, me and Carly were there and... Oh my God, all the babies, all the the babies. babies. Yeah,
1: they were acting so silly. And shout out to some of those babies who were taking their role real serious. We were like, wow, you're doing great.
3: Yeah. That little boy. I don't know. I don't know who his parents were. I wanted to know, but he was so cute. Like he was like on it. He was so happy. He was like so energetic. And every time somebody like passed their paddle on, he was like, hey, give it back, give it back. (laughs) Like they're trying to walk away with it. And he was like, no, that's my job. I got one job. Give it to me. (laughs) He was so cute. And it was just so nice to see everybody there, like see everybody
1: enjoying themselves really. Yeah. And there's something beautiful too about you know a bunch of people coming together to recognize that like this is a time to let go of those old things and look forward to something new and you can do that yourself but it does feel different when you get to see everyone else there too yeah because so everybody's there to support that
3: those ideas and then also like intentionally you're doing it together so these are supporting each other to like to let go of those things like some people get a little bit emotional on those days especially after you had a hard year and they want to let go of that so it's nice like you're not just alone at your house like doing it by yourself and if you know you end up start ha- crying or if you need to like talk with somebody about the dreams that you've been having within the weeks um like leading up to ceremony it's nice to like sit there and have people to rely on instead of just doing it by yourself so that's like the biggest thing for me for it's not to go because like I have this, um, like, I'm a bear clan, so I I isolate myself when I'm upset. So I do rely on, like, having to express myself, like, through talk. That's why talk therapy works good with me. And, like, I'll just talking to my mom or my best friends, like, about what, what's going on. But, like, you know, the same thing, I'm just like, Having to let it out generally is good for me, and if other people need that too, it's good. Or other people feel different ways, so it's nice to be supported in an environment.
0: I've never actually been to to midwinter. Oh. Like I've never, I've never been. Me, <laughs> <laughs> it. um, it's uh, it's always it's something that I've always wanted to do, but I didn't grow up in a family that was traditional, so we didn't. I've the first time I stepped foot in a longhouse, I think I was like fifteen or sixteen. And it was with like a youth group I was a part of. So like, I, I really didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so I didn't grow up in that. But I I am, I, you know, I, I learned about it. As an adult, I wanted to learn. I wanted to know. So I haven't been yet. But I've done like little mini ones on my own. When I was working with youth at one of the programs here, we did our, our own little mini Stirring of the Ashes. But what we made them do is we made them write Well, think a little bit. We had a discussion about what midwinter is, because some of them were like me. They're not growing up in the longhouse, so some of them don't know. And we had a discussion, and we had them all write of one thing, like negative or whatever, that they wanted to let go. I keep hitting the microphone, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Passionate. That's what they did. They wrote down one thing that they wanted to let go of, and then I took a pot, and we went outside, and we burned we threw them in the fire and they let it go. And even just that experience for them was pretty emotional. So like doing that as a group of people, knowing that this is what we're all doing together. it I could see how that makes you feel just so
2: supportive and surrounded by like love. And I could yeah, see that. Such it such must powerful, feel wonderful. It's a powerful thing to do that as a group. I had this little healing um, retreat in Agwazasne a few years ago. And there was, like, this workbook put together by one of the ladies that was putting this this retreat on. And the whole workbook was, like, a grief and trauma book. And then at the end of it, the, on our third day when we were going home, she had us write, like, this letter for ourselves. But, you know, we could talk to, like, our higher power, our creator, you know, whoever, and just ask him to, like, whatever we don't want with us anymore, like, take this away, like, the pain away. Or if we're thinking about our family, like. Pray for our family. Send good thoughts and wishes to our family. And uh, if someone in our family is sick or struggling with something, like help them, like deal with whatever they're facing and help them get through it. And, and we went outside and burned all of those letters in a fire. And we had some tobacco mm-hmm. that we folded in the paper. And it was like, it was like a whole ceremony that we did for ourselves as a group. And it was like so beautiful, so powerful. Even after I burned a letter, I was still kind of like oh, I feel like it didn't work. <laughs> but it's all on how you look at it. I don't know. It, it felt good at the end. And yeah, it made me happy to do that as a as a group because I would never would have done that by myself, like write a letter, letter of something that like, like a negative type of letter, you know, of what doesn't serve me or what isn't doing good in my life. And then to go out and burn it, asking for it to be like taken care of. you know. Mm-hmm. But but I was taught that and, and you know, I, I liked it, enjoyed it.
0: I like what you said about perspective, like how it's all about how you look at it. Mm-hmm. So like New Year's, I guess in the Western European sense, it's uh, I want to lose 20 pounds by <laughs> <laughs> I want that bikini body or, you know, it's like things like I want to become a morning person or, you know, it's it's goals. It's goal setting. And that's cool. It's it's good to set some goals. But with a way that I guess in our culture, in our community is that we're reframing it as we're letting it go and we're moving forward (laughs) as opposed to like, let's start something brand new, maybe something unattainable. Nobody could lose 20 pounds
2: in two weeks. Like, (laughs) you know, I feel like we're more like, how can we become more healthier instead of like,
1: I'm going to do this one thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And there's also a recognition Uh, there could have been heavy things that already happened in the year that you need to work on letting go first rather than you know the western kind of goal setting when you hear about people making their new year's resolution there isn't also the same amount of attention put on well, have you reflected on like what happened this past year and what's serving you and what isn't i mean i i know people who do that around january 1st but i don't think it's like the the main message yeah i think it's more like Because New Year's can be
0: emotional for a lot of people, you know, if you're not spending it with family, if you're the holidays in general can just be a hard time for people who don't have like that base group of people. So if you're like one of those people who have a hard time, you're thinking like, maybe you're thinking about how crappy the year has been and how you just want things to get better, but you're not actually reflecting on like what happened. And Mm -hmm. all maybe you're thinking is like, this year sucked. I suck. Everything sucks. And it's not a matter of like going back and thinking like, well, what actually happened here? How was I a part of that? How have others affected? Like you're not actually reflecting Mm -hmm. when you're just in your emotion and feeling
2: what's, what's not around you at the time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So clearly people are identifying that there's a need to change, but Maybe it's more like a superficial change as opposed to like, let's put in some work <laughs> and to let go of these things instead of just, you know, like hiding them underneath uh,
1: a new gym membership or something. Yeah. <laughs> like- and there's like that pressure to like, to jump in and like not just set a goal, but achieve something. You know, like a lot of people frame those goals as I need to lose this much weight in this amount of time instead of like, you know, I need to just ease into something. And being more gentle with themselves about, you know, this is a goal and I'm working towards it slowly. Instead, it's like, I need to do this because it's the new year and I have to reach this goal.
0: Yeah. Like if we take that example, somebody who's trying to lose 20, 30 pounds before March break or something like that. The punishment. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, they're scientifically, yes, you could go to a gym, you could burn more calories, you could whatever. But maybe the reflection part is what is your relationship with food mm-hmm. what are your own like emotional triggers that maybe you know, cause you to not exercise or like, you know, like that's, that would be the reflecting part is working on all that stuff before you're like, all right, I'm trying keto sometimes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know? Or like that, like that's it. I'm spending every single night in the gym. Like mm-hmm. if you're not mentally prepared for that, you're not going to get results anyway. So it's like kind of jumping into things before you're actually sitting back and reflecting on it.
1: Yeah, and thinking about who are your supports, like who can you lean into while trying to achieve these things and reflect on these things. Because that's another thing, and I don't know if other people think this, but I find like the Western idea of New Year's resolutions are really individual too. It's like not really something that you're trying to do as a collective. It's not really something that you're encouraged to do while like leaning into others maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think ours is...
0: It's different. Like you guys just described it, you know, you're doing it all together, together. So right there, there's like that, that notion of connectedness and
3: support and encouragement. I went a little different this year because every year I do the same thing where like, well, like around January, I'm like same thing every year. I'm going to try and like be more healthy and try and lose weight because uh, I'm always like yo-yoing with my weight like forever. And like this year, I was like, oh, it's not going to work because every like three years in a row, probably I'd like around January, I'd pick out during New Year's and whatever. And then like by March, then I'm finally ready. So I was like, I'm going to beat it this year. So around November, I started to like slowly get into like a healthier routine. So that by the time January came around and I know around January, I'm like, I'm motivated for some reason, probably like stirring out the ashes and like, just like New Year's in general, like that time of year, like everybody is motivated. Like, I don't know. I just, it like, uh, it's contagious to me. So I know in January, that's when I'm going to be motivated and it worked. I actually do feel like healthier, <laughs> like a lot healthier. Cause I started my like changes in November, like in preparation for New Year's instead of just like relying on January 1st or relying on something else. So it's working out for me. That's the only change that I've done this year that I'm I'm proud of.
0: <laughs> that sounds like some reflection, though, because you're like, this didn't really work out for me in the past years. Yeah. So yeah. how can I make it work out for me this year? Yeah. <laughs> so that sounds more reflective than, yeah. than anything.
1: Yeah, I love that you were like planning ahead. Like, this is how much I need to get to that point by January. Yeah forward thinking i needed
3: to like (laughs) motivate myself like mentally prepare to like be healthy because it's so hard yeah it's so hard starting when you stop
1: and that's an interesting point too like the timing we have all these uh family traditions and celebrations that are centered around food and centered around being cozy (laughs) and hanging out and like Like in your pjs and then it's like okay now january 1st forget all of that <laughs> turkey. <Coulterian. laughs> so you make a good point.
2: Yeah. Supermarché Idia, your one-stop grocery store for your everyday needs, offering regular groceries as well as Afro-Caribbean and international food products. Looking to save money? Then Supermarché Idia is the right place for you. Located at 72 Boulevard Saint-Jean-Baptiste in Chattergate, behind the ANW. Open seven days a week. For more information, check out their website at idiaSupermarket.com. That's I D I A Supermarket.com.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty wild, Mm -hmm. but I like what you said too, that everyone is motivated at this time. It's just, it's nice. Whether you're, you're native, non-native, whether you practice ceremony, whether you don't, there's, there is a general feeling of like, let's get started, let's get going. But then what happens in February and March? (laughs) 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 Decline. So like, like to me, I'm kind of thinking like, how do we... Like motivation is fleeting. Keep up mm. the momentum
2: throughout yeah, the year. how do
0: we keep up the momentum when motivation is fleeting? Like what that means is that it comes and it goes and it comes and it goes and it's not constant. So how do we keep this feeling
3: lasting? Like how do we keep the momentum going? For me, I like to just recognize, well, I, I follow with the weather and like recognizing what's going on out in the world. So like, yeah, I'm going to start with like the death of the year. And that's like the fall. So that's where I started like trying to make changes. So for me, like the death, like preparing for the death of the year at like Sadhguru. Serhu, I'm just like, letting. I was letting go of stuff in the fall. Like it was hard time throughout the summer and then the fall. So I was like preparing to let things go and being very gentle on myself because, you know, it was a it was a traumatic year, unfortunately. But now we're doing good, so <laughs> yeah. So it was like you're leading up to the death of something, and then for me, like Sadegosir, who like stirring of the ashes, represents like it's dead now. Now we're letting it go, like, and then the new year, the next following weeks, that's a rebirth of the year. So also recognizing that in yourself and in like the weather, we follow the weather. That's how we follow our ceremonies and all that, but. Now that it's January, like get motivated to do stuff because it's like you're like I don't know I'm like planning out for the year I guess in a way, and then in springtime that's when I started to get lazy and starting to like settle into certain ways. That's where yeah, that's where I'm like, now nah, that's the next struggle. What do I do there? So I've got like fall and winter down. Oh no, what do I do now? <laughs> so I'm here for advice, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, like going
0: back to the calendar. With February being the days are getting longer, like to me, that's a a cool little way to kind of trick our brain into like that momentum thing because it's giving us something to look forward to.
2: Mm-hmm. It's is almost it? Groundhog Day. <laughs>
3: Only a few weeks more <laughs> until spring. Oh, I hope so. It's true. Like in the spring, everybody gets like excited that there's a yeah. little bit of sun mm-hmm. out. So everybody starts going outside and everybody starts drinking a little bit more and going to terraces. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, but then there's like so much fun stuff to do in the city in the spring. So
0: like springtime to me, it's just a that is an energy motivator because mm-hmm. we do have more sunshine. I even love watching like the puddles melting and like... I don't know, just the way the sun hits it and it glitters. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like it makes me all happy like springtime minus the smells. Everything smells <laughs> like dog poop and like <laughs> just mud everywhere all the time,
2: but it's it's a happy time for me cuz winter's, mm-hmm. winter's hard. Winter's hard. I think my favorite memories of like springtime being in high school was going to the sugar shack on our KSS trips Mm. and we'd be able to climb up the mountain. And it's like it's like king of the hill, which grade, which class can make it to the top of the mountain first and race up and down. It
3: was always so fun. Oh, my God. I can't wait for a sugar shack.
2: See already we're all like smiling.
0: Like, yeah. about Looking forward. Forward. It's uplifting. Yes, <laughs> it yeah. yeah.
2: I, I don't think I can think too hard about like, oh, it was a crappy year, like I've dealt with so much this year. Cause when I do that, I tend to just like like mope in that type of feeling. But yeah. when I'm like, you know what? Like it hap- it had to happen. It had to happen. Like you had to do these things, you had to experience these things, these things had to happen this way and not that way. Even if you want didn't want that outcome, like it wasn't that time for this or it wasn't that time for that or you had to learn this first or whatever you know like that's how I have to like keep my mindset or else like I'm gonna get so sad so quick (laughs) I know it's really hard why is the world against me but it's like no like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing I'm I'm in the Perfect spot where I'm supposed to be in life right now, at least I think. And I try to, like, remind myself and be like, oh, it's not about, like, where you want to be. It's about, like, you know, every day, one step at a time, you live in your life and get in there slowly. It's like trusting the timing of things and
0: trusting that your experiences were made to be lessons for you. Because, like, I get... You have to validate those feelings, though. So it's like when you get in those like uh, this the your sad, depressy, stressy moods, I tend to go down there a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> But then, like I can bring myself up be- the way that you do it because i I have to think about them like that. Like this happened because it had to happen. Look at everything I learned from that experience. I wouldn't be the same person I am today without those experiences. So it's like reflection mm-hmm. again.
1: Yeah. And it's a balance too. like coming back to that question about how do you how do you stay motivated? How do you hold on to those feelings of being excited when you're first thinking about the new year? For me, it's a lot about accepting how I'm feeling day to day. Like some days I'm going to feel more motivated. Some days I'm going to feel like I'm closer to my goals. Some days I'm going to feel further. Some days I'm going to have that sad Eeyore day where I just want to mope about it. And (laughs) I try not to judge myself too harshly for whatever I'm feeling and yeah like bring myself up you know if it's been two days of the sad Eeyore maybe that's when I push myself outside I see some sunlight and try and move it but kind of expecting and accepting those ebbs and flows
0: yeah and it's just yeah not allowing yourself to get stuck mm-hmm. but if you can't bring yourself out of that then like there are people around you that are probably hopefully willing to help you out those
2: days <laughs> were hard <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah oh, bad. it's really hard to keep grinding sometimes when you're not feeling fabulous but it seems like we're all doing a pretty good job at uh working those things out and I wonder if it's, it's because of the way that we look at like our new year. Cause it, that's, that's everything, right? We, we look at things, we accept that they happen and we let them go. <laughs> What's next? How do we put one foot forward, you know? And that's like deeply rooted in, in our ceremony. So like, that's interesting that we all kind of feel the same way.
2: <laughs> I think my perspective changed on like the new year and like life in general, like when I was able to live on my own for the first time and like not live with, uh, I don't know, like authorities <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, it would just be different. Like, like live, growing up with your, like, I guess household's routine or like how your household functions, like every day of your, your life and, and your upbringing. And then like, what does like, I guess creating new meanings for events in your life or like different times of the year, like, OK, well, what does this look like for me in my life as a young adult? Like, I know what it used to look like and like when I was growing up and this is like the kind of like routine stuff we would do. But. Like, my life is different now, I'm like, I'm a young adult now, so what do I do? What like helps me feel good for like bringing in this new year and and yeah, like what changes do I want to make or like new things that i want to learn independence <laughs> you're,
0: you're forging your
2: own path yeah and like it used to be so hard like going to school after holiday break i found mm. like, yeah. like around now time oh, yeah. now season when i was in high school would be like the worst time of year for me like seasonal depression was at a all time high. (laughs) Uh, I couldn't wait for summer. I couldn't wait to be done with school. I couldn't even like really wake up myself for school. I think at this time of year, uh, from grade nine to like 11, I would maybe go to school like twice a week at this time of year. Like I could barely get myself up and out of bed. And then I'm just like, how come I just like don't like this time of like January, February, March? Like it was like after Christmas and holiday break up until March break. I was just miserable it's hard and like if you think about the school calendar there are no
0: holidays at all between January and March Mm -hmm. and that's like the longest span of time for
2: students and teachers to go without a break just praying for snow days and pet days yeah (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah. so it's like they're grinding everyone is grinding in a school system like that Mm -hmm. but at least here at KSS and like our community in general acknowledges that winter is hard so that's why we just finished uh, the winter carnival here with the Gunnawaga Youth Center. And that's why they organize carnival days in the schools to try to get these kids out. And like just our, well, with KSS in particular, the way that they teach is to be more holistic-y with mm-hmm. outdoors and bringing in different types of learning as opposed to just like books. And like uh, that... I'm assuming that's what they still do. <laughs> like, yeah, they do. Like we, we have some things coming up with them soon. Right. Like, and they just had a big outdoor fun day or something like last week, one of my friends is a teacher there. So he posted that all the kids were outside and teachers are outside and they're all just playing in the snow. <laughs> so I think that's wonderful. And so I think there's kind of like an, an innate knowing that people need to do like self-care type of things in this time. But I think maybe
2: we should be doing more, especially for students. Yeah. And fun fact, we all went outside this time of year when, when I was still in school. And the white pine, like you pull the, um, the pine needles and they all come off in fives, like no matter like what, if you pull Ooh. them off, it comes off in <laughs> fives. And, um, he said, like, if you boil, I'm sorry, (laughs) taught (laughs) us (laughs) this, you boil the, the white pine needles and there's enough vitamin C in there that if you have one cup of that a day in the winter, it's enough vitamin C to cure your seasonal depression, because that's like scientifically why we're experiencing that because we're in the house more, we're not in the Mm -hmm. sun. The sun is covered mostly like most of the time. So there is these, um, medicines out there, this tree, white pine tree, that if we um, if we use its medicine and you know ask for it to help us get better, then, then it will. And I never I never tested it out, but that's <laughs> a fun fact with the five. Yeah, <laughs> I it's, like, it. it's cool for our
3: five, five nations, you know, the white pine tree. More <laughs> white pine facts. <laughs> Somebody was telling me like a while back, like long, I forgot who it was, but um, they're saying that if you crush up the white pine on the tree, like if you're feeling depressed, Okay. I'll go back a little bit. Like we were able to use white pine as like a therapy. So like people say that like, if you were not feeling well in your head, you know, you go to a white pine tree and then just like sit there and reflect. So it's like our medicine is reflection and stuff like that. And uh, like letting go and stuff. But one of the ways that you can like an instant was just grabbing the tree and like crushing up some leaves and just sniffing it. And it like the that like you know like everything got like reactions and stuff in your it's body. Like releasing dopamine. Yeah <laughs> it, does what it does like I don't know how I like I don't know I'm not a scientist but I'm pretty sure you can prove it through science because like you know our ways is just science anyways so. Yeah <laughs> oh, they're always backing us up. Yeah <laughs> they're catching up. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs>
0: Well, that's awesome I'm gonna have to go try both of those things yeah I'm like who's got a white pine go on a nature walk
2: yes
3: that's I know in, like do. the creation story like the reason why well the way it's explained in the creation story like doing that like using trees as like a connection to the earth well they're like Super powerful boys. Like I love the trees. You know, I'm just being hippie. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> but like,
3: like there was a at the beginning of the creation story. There's a Tizu and she's like, when she's a baby, she's super colicky, and like her uncle was the only one that was able to soothe her, and then at the end of his life. He got put up in a tree for them to always be able to come back to him and rely on him. So I think that's where that teaching comes from and like relying Mm -hmm. on the trees and stuff like that. And I do rely on it like that. Like my mom tell, like I was like going through whenever I'm like, not whenever, but a few times I've gone through like a hard time and my mom's like, just go out and touch a tree, like not even not hug it, you know, like a weirdo, (laughs) but like just touching it and like feeling that energy because there's energy coming off those trees. There's energy coming off of like a lot of stuff like rocks you can feel the heat coming off of that like the rock and you just touch it and it's like you're taking that energy and like also releasing whatever you don't want you know so yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a hippie.
0: <laughs> but there is an actual science with that, too, now, because if you think about it, trees are literally our direct connection to the earth. We breathe because of the trees. <laughs> so in and out and like, yeah,
2: so there's that scientific I'm like, connection I've seen a TikTok. also. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen this TikTok where there was like they're talking about ancient like healing practices or whatever, like therapy methods. And there was this, I forgot the, like, the origin, where what part of the world it came from. But in one hand, the person would hold, um, like, a rod of copper. And the other hand, they would hold a rod of zinc. And the whole thing, like, when they're standing on the ground, like, I don't know, it, like, does this whole neutralizing charge of their whole body. And it, like, I don't know all the benefits. It was on a TikTok, but it did something for them. And it was, cool. like, yeah, it was, like, I don't know, like, energy healing or, like, um, helping them feel grounded or, like. But it was super cool, and yeah, I should go find it. Let's all <laughs> let's do
3: that. We'll all do that. Just try all of the all of the voodoo witchcraft. Just kidding. <laughs> all the old
2: tips and tricks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Starts with the KCI podcast, turns into a KCI YouTube channel. Oh, we have a KCI that. Cult. Oh my <laughs> God! <gosh, laughs> yeah, I know. We're gonna start making new videos. It's just gonna be new awesome content trees. every week. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
3: we just turn into influencers. <laughs> There we go. We're myth busting all of these,
2: uh, (laughs) all of these, these hacks. Oh my God, that'd be so cool. That would be, that would be super cool. (laughs) I think it would be like, what little tips and tricks can help us feel more holistic, healthy? (laughs) I
0: like that. I'm going to like put that and store that in my little brain bank and we'll, we'll think of something with that. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I think I think we could wrap up our conversation. Um, does anyone have any like closing comments they would like to add or say? New Year's, anything we talked about? No.
2: Oh, sir Dante! Oh, thousand! awesome! It's no longer the
0: nineteen hundreds. Oh my gosh! that's crazy i can't believe it's 2023 yeah (laughs) let's wish our community the best year ahead yeah for sure another year around the sun that's
1: something to be grateful for for sure and good luck on all of your resolutions all of your goals and uh lean into those people close to you yeah
0: all right well thank you thank you ladies for joining me today yeah and we'll see you guys next episode
3: Oh, no.
2: the views and opinions of the guests expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of your DSA and its employees